Are you looking to live the abundant life no matter what your income is? You're in the right place. This is the podcast that will teach and inspire you to live better. Whether you want to earn more, save more, or improve your relationship with money or people, it's time for the 90 Days to Abundance podcast, brought to you by SavingsAngel.com. Here's your host, the Chief Executive Angel of SavingsAngel.com, Josh Elledge. Thank you so much, Cece, and welcome to show number 47 of 90 Days to Abundance. Thanks for spending this time with me. We've got a great show today. I'm going to be talking with Jordan Agoli from teenpodcast.com. And Jordan is an entrepreneur and uh, I I just think is a great example. If you have teenagers, if you have preteens, and you would like for them to learn from Jordan and his example of entrepreneurship, I think this is going to be a great show. It's a great interview. And I think that uh, even if you're not a teenager, I think you could be inspired by the work that uh, Jordan has done and uh, the work that he is doing to inspire other young people to start their own businesses. Now, also, after Jordan's interview, I'm going to be sharing some deals with you uh, that uh, it's a special bonus deal round, including a really great deal at Boston Market. And I've got the best of the best deals from Retail Me Not and also some information about a new restaurant deal finder that they just added to their app that I think is really cool. The age of paying full price for food is over, my friend. So let's get going with this show. And before I go to the interview with Jordan, again, I also want to just uh, mention this in show number 46. Show number 47, this show right here, I am once again recording from my parents' Airstream in their driveway. I've got some road noise in the back, but that only affects this introduction. So so had I not told you, you may have never known. Anyway, just wanted to let you know that I am going to be back in the studio on Monday, and uh, I'll have that show that comes out on Monday, show number 48, will be live, not live, I'll be recording it live from my studio uh, so that you can enjoy that with crystal clear studio sound. All the best uh, recording equipment uh, for you as I share lots of great deals and tips on show number 48. And so with that, let's get to my interview with Jordan Nagoli. And don't forget, I've got some great deals I'm going to be sharing with you after this interview. So stick around. All right, and Jordan Agoli, the teenage entrepreneur, thank you so much for joining us on the 90 Days to Abundance program. Thank you so much, Josh. I'm so happy to be here. Very cool. So Jordan, let's start right off by talking about your origin story. And I'm really excited because I know we have a lot of moms and dads that listen to this program, but those moms and dads, a lot of them have teenagers or people that are becoming going to become teenagers. And so as parents, they're probably thinking, hmm, what direction do I want my kids to go? Because when I was growing up, and I don't know that you can really do this anymore, but you know, I worked 20, 25 or more hours while I was in high school. And I think that the academic, uh, 
you know, the standards have kind of risen since I went to high school. <laughs> and we don't really have that luxury of just being able to clock in so many hours at a regular job. So I think there's some opportunity. And I, I, I'm so excited to talk to you about this because I, I really appreciate your example. But let's start off, Jordan, uh, by, by kind of telling us, you know, where you've come from and, and what you've accomplished. Awesome. Well, you know, my entrepreneurial journey started before I was a teenager. I, when I was younger, my brother and I, we would buy candy from Costco and then sell it at a higher price around the apartment complex we were living in. And I, I had little businesses here and there over time. I did my own car washing business when I was 10 years old. And then I remember I really started making some money when I went on eBay and I bought uh, magic like joke tricks, shocking pens and invisible <laughs> ink off of eBay in bulk. And then I sold them all around my school. I ran a business out of my locker in seventh grade. And I actually, I got banned from doing that from the school because they were pretty unhappy. You know, uh, you know what's, I, I actually read that in your bio, Jordan. It's funny is I actually got in trouble for the exact same thing. And the <laughs> principal, I was selling candy. Uh, I'd buy a big bag of like whatever, blow pops mm -hmm. or whatever. And I would, I would sell them for crazy ridiculous profit margin yes <laughs> you know because my you know because my friends were stupid and they're like oh okay a dollar yeah all right whatever i really want that blow pop and little did uh, they know that like 75 blow pops is three dollars yeah exactly <laughs> exactly but uh, the principal actually went through my locker oh. and and uh confiscated them uh called me down to the office into his office and sat me down and said that's absolutely not appropriate and uh and so i remember like one of the first things that going into high school, uh, they were talking about like, uh, you know, some fundraiser or whatever. And like, and you can sell these to your friends. And they were like candy bars. And they were like, and you can sell these to your friends in, in high school. And I said, you can do that in high school. And, and the principal was like, yeah. And I'm like, I love high school. <laughs> So you know exactly what I went through. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your your uh, your story. Please continue uh, where you went from uh, getting uh, close to arrested uh, for for your uh, for your devious actions as a middle schooler. Yes, such a such a bad child. <laughs> um, no, I thank you for sharing that. So after after the middle school debacle, I let's see, pressure washing was next. So that was the first. I guess you could say real business legal entity that <laughs> I started with with my friend. Uh, that was a was a huge learning curve. It's funny because we actually pressure washed a a church as some volunteer work. My friend's dad is a pastor, and so we were in eighth grade. He was in ninth grade, and we were just pressure washing for volunteer work. And members of of the church just kept coming by and then saying, "Hey, is this a little business you guys are running? Can you come pressure wash my driveway?" And that's how it started. Just nice. Straight from volunteer work into there. And we ran that for three summers. Um, I I love pressure washing. It's it's a lot of physical work, but really learned a, I learned a lot about marketing and how to how to gain clients out of there and just manage time, manage money. It, it was a great learning experience. And then from there, my partner, he slowly transitioned into lawn maintenance and he would just cut a few neighbors' lawns here and there. And so he started a business uh separate from that. And then pretty early on, I came on with him. And then he and I both grew that company to pretty large. We had at, at its peak when I was there around 20 employees, 120 clients. And then I sold that. I sold the part that I owned of the company late last year. So yeah, late of 2013. 
And then right now I'm just working full time in a marketing company. And I was telling you right before we came onto the show that marketing is where I see myself going in, in the next few years. Yeah, you know, there, there really is so many opportunities uh, to be able to, I mean, people, companies and other people, they, they need other people to help them spread their message. And so, yeah. you know, you can call it marketing, you could call it, you know, whatever you want. But I think there's just so many opportunities to get really good at that craft and that skill of communications. And I, th I think there's a lot of opportunities for people of all ages. But I want to go back, Jordan, because you were talking about what you did, uh, with your pressure washing business. And I think that that was absolutely genius, even if you completely accidentally stumbled into this business model. And I think it is so genius is that, uh, you know, if you want to get paid for something, if you're brand new at this thing, a lot of people might not be ready to give you money for it. So let's take, for example, marketing. And so a great way to get experience, a great way to just get your name circulating is just offer to do work pro bono. Just do it for yes. free. And I know that that's a crazy sacrifice for some people that just you know, they may feel very uncomfortable with that and they think, oh my gosh, I'm investing all this time. I'm not going to get paid money. Is it the smart thing to do? And Jordan, I, I think your example of pressure washing in this case it was a it was a brilliant thing to do because that's what led to I mean that was so much better than putting a classified ad in the newspaper and spending money that way you just put in a little sweat equity Exactly exactly and and people one one thing that that I've learned over this, my short time is that business is not all about money in fact I care more about relationships I love making money but in order to really run any successful business and actually enjoy doing it, you got to like the people that you work for. And it, I, I see it more often than not that people care so much about profit margins and revenue that they forget that we're, we're human beings and it's very interpersonal and that strong relationships will yield profit. And Jordan, I, I don't remember if I asked you this specifically or if you shared this specifically, but I just want to make sure that our listeners know how old you are right now. 19. 19. And you've already been through a number of businesses. Uh, were there uh, any businesses that uh, you would consider as failures? Um, not, no, because I was so busy with the pressure washing, the landscaping. I I didn't even have time to think about anything else. I have got a number of business ideas that I that I plan to do in the future, but right now we we kind of just pushed through the difficult times with with those two companies. But I've had I've had other like I've had specific failures within the companies. Oh sure, sure. And and the, like for example, uh, you know, let's say it was a situation with a customer and like, okay, that didn't really work out so good. Uh, you gained yeah. something from that experience, though. Oh yeah, I mean, we were sued by one customer. Whoa! Which, yeah, which was crazy. Um, and then there was another time where <clears throat> I think I was 15 years old, and in my in my little mind, I thought putting out flyers. So here, here's as a as very specific lesson: just because everyone else is doing something that looks like it is working. A does not mean that it's going to work and B does not mean you have to do the same thing. In fact, if you can try and find something to do completely opposite that will yield the same result, go ahead and do that. So we we're trying to market to get some new pressure washing clients and I saw a number of companies putting out flyers on mailboxes. So I thought, oh, hey, that's obviously working. 
And I went to my parents because my, my dad's owned his own business for almost 20 years now. And I said, hey, what is the callback rate if I send out flyers? And they said, it's typically one to 2%. So I put out like four, 500 flyers all around my neighborhood. And I expected a, a handful of people to call me back. I got exactly zero calls back. <laughs> and that took a while. I, I paid for the flyers, sent them out there. And it's a little mistake, but it's things like that, that just because every other company is doing it doesn't mean we need to. Yeah. You know, and, and in your case, I, I would I would imagine that your word of mouth and the jobs that you got through relationships were probably, that was probably your bread and butter. Am I correct? 100% correct. I can count on my fingers that the amount of people that contacted us that were not related some way to other clients that we had. But I've seen it over and over again. The, the best referrals are warm referrals from people that have already done work with you before and then they tell their their friends and family about it. But Jordan, doesn't that take more time? It does and you have to be patient. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying so you're saying that you, you know, not every business is an overnight success, but it can be one that can be exceptionally rewarding. Completely. There was not I'm sorry, there was a point where we didn't have any work coming in for a few weeks and that's that is just life. That's, that's the way it goes. There are times that in the landscaping business, there was one point where we had so much work coming in, we had to uh, turn down clients, which is the best problem you could ever have. Oh, and yeah. in, the pressure, in the pressure washing business, we had two to three weeks at a time where no one was contacting us. So you do what you got to do and you, you push through the hard times. And, and that's really what makes or break people in, in business. Yeah. Now, meanwhile, Jordan, while you were participating in, in running your own business, and again, I, I'm, I'm thinking of the mom and dad out there who has, mm -hmm. uh, you know, has a, a kid in high school, and they're thinking about, well, you know, yeah, I want my kid to get out and get some work experience. But I want to talk about maybe you had some friends that while you were running your own business and, and earning what you were earning, maybe you had some friends that were working, you know, at you know, at a yogurt shop or they were working at a clothes store or whatever they were doing. Mm -hmm. Can you think of any specific friends, uh, you know, and what jobs they had and kind of compare what your experience of what they were doing versus what you were doing and, and kind of how that compared? As far as who gained more experience? No, not who gained what experience, but, uh, you know, what um, did you see what you were doing as more rewarding than getting a regular job like maybe a friend was doing? Yes, but yeah, so not in a, oh, I'm better than you way. It's more of a, unfortunately, a lot of, I saw this quote recently and it said, finally, business owners are realizing that 22-year-olds can do more than just get them coffee. <laughs> uh, and, and unfortunately, that was the opposite when I was in high school. There was a lot of, there was a lot of people, they worked at Chick-fil-A, Starbucks, um, yogurt places, diff different shops, Kroger, Publix, supermarkets, all great jobs to have, but they were not given a lot of responsibility. Hmm. So it, it was kind of like, take... Just, just do one simple task and, and don't expand your mind and, and do difficult work that has to make you think on your toes and really create and be in difficult situations. Uh, whereas for us, we, and we, had to, we had to deal with everything. I mean, accounting, we had to deal with marketing, uh, sales, repairing our equipment, managing clients that were pissed off at us if we didn't do work correctly. So I was able to gain a much thorough understanding of people 
much faster than my friends because I was given the opportunity and the responsibility to do so. And do you think that that is, I mean, it's kind of a dumb question, but, uh, you know, in what ways do you think that that's more valuable for your future than maybe working at a job with very, very low responsibility? It's just learning through mistakes at a, at a younger age. Um, you know, I've never really understood why people are afraid to fail because if you're, if you make a mistake or you fail, you're making a decision. And, and that's more important to me, as long as you can learn from the mistakes that you make, but yeah, I mean, it was so valuable at such a young age because now I'm 19 and I, I work in this marketing company and I work very close with the CEO daily and I am, very, I am really able to understand what's going on because of all the experiences I had at 14, 15, 16, 17. And even though it was pressure washing and landscaping, it's still a business working with people, making money. And even though every business can be different, at the core, they all run the same. I mean- you work with people, you do a job, you get paid for the job. Yeah, I, I absolutely believe that. So Jordan, so now you have a podcast, right? Mm -hmm. And can you tell us what kind of things you talk about on your podcast? What's the subject and, and what is one of your major messages that you like to share with your listeners? Yeah, so after I left the landscaping business, I was left with a blank slate and I was really trying to figure out what I wanted to do because, and I, and I will say this because I don't think this topic is talked about a lot. It is okay to be confused on what step you want to take next in your life. Um, and, and too often people, I, I find that they're, they kind of try and hide it, that they're confused and have no idea where to go. But I've been very confused many times. I'm still confused on where I want to go. But if you can just pick something and go out and do it, better things will come. So I came across podcasting and I realized that was that there was no podcast out there for uh, entrepreneurship for teenagers. So the podcast I started is called Teenage Entrepreneur and the goal is to inspire and educate teens to pursue entrepreneurship. So I take business owners from really all across the world. I've had people from different countries. I've had people from my hometown come on the show and we really go back in time on their journey. I, I talked to them about what they were doing as a kid, as a teenager. Some of them had started businesses. Some of them didn't even know what entrepreneurship was until their mid-20s and mid-30s. And the goal of that was to show that it doesn't matter what time you start as long as you start. So everyone has to start from somewhere. And no one was good when they started. No one had an overnight <laughs> success. And, and I really wanted to break that mold. So I, I, that's, yeah, so that's the kind of the premise of the show. And Jordan, as you've spoken with other teenage entrepreneurs and, and you've kind of gotten to know what other people in your own age and demographic are doing, um, what other businesses have you seen uh, that, that might be great? Uh, if, if Let's say someone's listening and, and let's say a mom or dad has invited their teenager to listen to this program right now. Can you share with us maybe a few ideas of some great businesses that teenagers can start? Yes. And... I will say, not to go back to pressure washing, but it is a fantastic business to start. And here's why. So if you start off with really good equipment, let's say, because what I initially did was I asked my parents if they could loan me money and I would pay them back immediately after I got a few jobs starting. So I got a pressure washer that was around $1,000, which is wow. pretty, pretty high grade equipment. But the reason why I did that is because I could pressure wash driveways much faster. So let's say driveway, we charge $300 for a large driveway, sidewalk, steps. Instead of doing that driveway in 10 to 15 hours, I could now do it in two to four hours. So 
I was getting paid 50, 75, $100 an hour sometimes because I could, I could work so fast with the equipment. So once you do that, your upkeep costs are not that high. I mean, you've got maintenance of the equipment, but as long as you read the manual and you understand what to do and how, and how, to, how to use it, it's, it's not gonna break. They're, they're great pieces of equipment. And then you've got gas uh, for the pressure washer and then gas to and from the job. So once you pay off the initial debt, sky's the limit. Next one would actually be lawn maintenance. You don't have to, we turned our business into a full landscaping company, but you can start off with simple lawn maintenance clients, cut their yard once or once a week, twice a week, however fast the grass grows. Um, get a lawnmower, get a blower. And once you pay off that debt, you've just got the gas upkeep the same. Other than that, if you, it depends on the skill level that you have. If you're a designer, you can start your own design firm online. It, I would I would tell anyone look at the skills that you have and then look at problems in your community and see if you can solve the problems in the community with the skills that you already have. You know, I, I absolutely love that. And I I can't stress how important that is to to do something that you enjoy and that you love. Um, but but I would love to ask you about the money. It, it, what could someone who has gotten this down to a science, gotten this down, they've been in the flow for a while. They've, they've gotten good at landscaping. They've gotten good at pressure washing. How much do you think a, a really proficient landscaper or uh, someone who's doing pressure washing, how much do you think they could make per week or per month? Per week or per month. That, difficult to answer because there's so many variables. Of course. But- I would say based off of my experience and one mistake that I did make in the, in the pressure washing is I settled pretty quickly because we were making so much money that I was like, Oh, I just made a few hundred dollars in one day. I'm good for the rest of the week, which <laughs> at, at 15 years old, yeah. that's understand. That's understandable. Now I wish I went back and, and I really just shut my mouth and, and kept working. But for pressure washing, you could make, I mean, if, if, if you do it correctly and, and you're efficient with your time, you could easily make a few hundred dollars in a week if, and again, it just depends on clients coming in and stuff like that. But there's no reason why you can't make a few hundred dollars a week mowing lawns or pressure washing. And that's after you've paid all your expenses. That's amazing because, you know, if I'm thinking that about that in my head, I mean, here you have a teenager could be earning a thousand dollars a month. That's pretty awesome. Oh, that, and, and more and more again. And and if anybody wants to email me, I, I'm I'm sure you have a show notes page for this show. Feel free to email me and ask me any questions on on how to get started because it's it's not as hard as people think. It really is not. Now you did something, Jordan, and I wanted to go back to this because it really uh, I I loved what you said that you ended up buying a more expensive pressure washer. What mm -hmm. led you to that decision? How how did you know to buy that? I mean, did, did, it sounds like you did some research. And what, what, went, what went into that? So when I, let's see, thinking back in time. Okay, so when I did the volunteer work, they, they had a, there was two pressure washers. Really, I mean, they worked, but they took, oh man, it took so long for us to do that job. I remember <laughs> we were there. It, it ended up working out well because we were there for four or five days, like 10 hours a day. Oh. It, was, it was exhausting, but- the press, that pressure washer was two, $300 and it can get the job done for a, for a small amount of space. But if you want to do a large driveway and I'm not sure where everyone lives, but in the suburban area in Atlanta, these driveways are massive. Mm -hmm. So you, you really need to have good equipment. So when people started asking us to, to do the work, to do the work on their, on their driveways, 
we went out there and it was taking so long. Forget profit margins for a second. I was just physically exhausted from being out there all day, standing up, pressure washing. So I went online, did some research, and then I looked at what is the best equipment to get like the most bang for your buck. And then I remember I called Home Depot, called Ace Hardware, and I just talked to people. And I was like, listen, this is what I want to do. This is what I can spend. What would you recommend? And then I went from there got it and it revolutionized the way we worked. You know, I love that. And I'm so glad that you shared that answer is that, uh, you know, people, I have a philosophy that people are awesome. And if you just give them the opportunity, if you share your, uh, if you share what you're doing with them and you share your dream, your vision of what you want to create and people can feel your passion, what you're doing, man, they will bend over backwards, sideways, frontwards. They'll bend over in any direction in order to support you in that. And so you got all of the information that you wanted so that you could make sure that you went into this with uh, what was going to work for you. And uh, so that that's a great story, Jordan. So um, so now moving forward, um, you know, as far as uh, where you see yourself going, what what does the next five to ten years look like for you? That's I, w- I wish you could tell me because I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just give you a compliment. As well spoken as you are, and as entrepreneurial as you are, and the fact that you're doing stuff that you're kind of stepping outside your comfort zone, maybe doing a podcast, for example. It's podcasts aren't necessarily great avenues for earning a lot of immediate revenue, but I think what it does allow you to do is it allows you to just gain exposure and just yes. yeah. So the more people that you can expose yourself and and let people know who you are and what you stand for and what you do it just that's the secret like people who are um you know uh, looking for jobs for example you know to, in today's world uh you know we're in a linkedin age we're not in you know checking classifieds you know for for jobs and and that's going to be the way that you get your dream position it it's all about networking and how important has networking been to business for you everything it's, it's just, I mean, it's, that's, that is how we we've grown our business. That's, I mean, through networking, I found my business partner. I found new clients. I found mentors. I, I would not be where I am today without networking and people are afraid. I wish we could change what the word, like what networking means to change the word because people get so afraid with it. Oh, I don't know how to network. It's very, very simple. You go, you contact someone that you don't know and you build a relationship with that person. That's exactly yeah. how you do it. I mean, for yeah. my show, I was worried that I wouldn't get a lot of guests on my show, but all I did was I went out in the community. It's true. That was a fear I had. I was like, oh no, what happens if one day everyone turns me down and no one comes on my show? It's not going to happen, but we're humans are weird like that. We think of the worst case scenario, but yes, totally networking is vital. So Jordan, uh, for all of our fellow teenagers who have tuned in, who their parents were really smart and said, hey, you need to listen to this episode, this interview with Jordan Nagoli. This this is a smart kid and, and you should listen to what he has to say. Where can those where can those teenagers who have tuned in to this interview tell us more about, uh, you know, and I know you already mentioned this, but tell us more about uh, where people can follow you and, and what they can learn from you. Yeah, so you can go to teenpodcast.com, T-E-E-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T.com. Uh, right on there, you'll you'll find everything, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, podcast. You can go into iTunes and just type in Teenage Entrepreneur, or you can email me at jordan at teenpodcast.com, and I will respond to you guys. I'd love to hear from everyone. 
So on this program, Jordan, you know, one thing that we talk about frequently is the concept of abundance. And I've, I've been able to ask a lot of really uh, smart people and successful people about this idea of abundance and what it means to them. And I've gotten some great answers. And of course, this can, uh, abundance is not just money, it can mean anything. But what does abundance mean to you? Mm. There's so many ways to go about that abundance in relationships, life, business. You know, I'm, I'm going to take, I'm going to take this word and just turn it into my own definition, even though this is not technically what it means. Abundance to me, would be building a life that you you love to do each day that that kind of overflows with just happiness and passion and and a love to help other people. That's what I'm going to say. Ah, oh, great answer, Jordan. I love it. So Jordan Nagoli, with the is, who is the teenage entrepreneur, and and again, uh, you have a great podcast. I'm going to link to everything on my show notes, so uh, folks can uh, who are listening in, you can get access to everything that Jordan does. All you have to do is just go to savingsangel.com/forward/slash/podcast. So Jordan, thank you so much for your time with us and, and joining us on the program. Josh, thank you so much for having me. I love the energy that you brought to this show. I had a great time and I'm excited to have the audience talk to us. Sounds great, George. Thanks. Thank you. So here's a deal that I am really excited to get, especially because I am driving cross country and it is an amazing Buy one, get one free at Boston Market, and it has a value of $7.99. Now, you have to choose one of these entrees. You can pick St. Louis-style barbecue ribs, turkey breast, rotisserie chicken, pot pies, or meatloaf. That's a great deal. You don't have to buy like a dessert and a drink and all that other jazz. Man, it is just a straight buy one entree, get another entree free. That is super cool. And while you're at it, you can sign up for their VIP club and you'll get $3 off a $6 purchase coupon as a thank you. We've got that information all linked up for you. You just go to, you want to go to savingsangel.com forward slash podcast. And remember this number. Four seven. That's right. Show number 47. And I'll have that direct link for you. Now, this deal expires on Sunday. So you want to make sure if you hopefully you're listening to this show early enough that you can take advantage of that. Now, let me also share with you some of the deals that we found through Retail Me Not. And what we do, just so you're aware, uh, every week or so, Savings Angel, Die, and myself kind of go through all of the deals at Retail Me Not. I mean, they've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of new deals each and every week. And I just want to make sure I kind of, we're kind of looking for the best of the best. And I can share these with you very quickly so you can decide whether or not this is something that you don't want to miss. Now, a couple of clothing deals, New York and company, you can take $40 off a $100 purchase. That deal is good to July 13th. Forever 21, which is my daughter Olivia's absolutely her favorite store. You could take 21% off any one regular price item. And so if Olivia is listening to my podcast, which she does sometimes, I think she'll be thrilled to find out about that deal. Uh, some beauty, let's see, a beauty deal, ELF. So they just pronounce it ELF or is it uh, ELF? 
I'm not sure. It's obviously I don't hit the beauty stores that often myself. I'm sure if you're familiar with this brand, you're probably telling me right now exactly. Yeah, it's just ELF or they just call it ELF. I don't know. Uh, But anyway, you could take $5 off site-wide and uh, that coupon we've got all linked up for you. Now, several different home deals. Now, Michael's has 40% off any one non-sale item. That's good to July 12th. Hobby Lobby has 40% off one item at regular price. Kind of the same deal. At Lowe's, they've got take $10 off a $50 purchase. A store called Frontera, which has outdoor furniture, you can get up to 75% off a really big sale that they're promoting. Hay Needle, you can save up to 60% off sale and clearance uh, items and they're on their outdoor essentials. Target, through July 19th, you can get up to 50% off patio furniture. We're kind of getting to the tail end, believe it or not, uh, for these sorts of items. And so I think we're seeing some aggressive sales and discounting that are available to you. Uh, Some appliance sales. At Home Depot, you can save up to 45% off some appliances during the first half of July. If you'd like to, if you've been toying with the idea of replacing your refrigerator, dishwasher, whatever, you might want to take a look at these and see if there's any that might fit your needs and then food deals. Uh, Domino's, if you, you could choose any two medium, two-topping pizzas, oven-baked sandwiches, or eight-piece wings, boneless chicken, etc., for $5.99. So you could get the medium two-topping pizza and some wings, and they're, again, just $5.99. That's a pretty good deal. And then Papa John's has a 25% off any online order. And again, we've got those all linked up for you to get to the details on all of those deals that I just shared with you. Just go to savingsangel.com forward slash podcast. And then remember this number 47. But I do want to mention another feature that Retail Me Not just added to their app. And again, Diana are just kind of watching everything these guys are doing. And this is pretty cool. Uh, so they already had a number of restaurant deals that you could pull up on your Retail Me Not mobile app. Now, what they did is they added another 20,000 different deals. And these ones before, I believe they just had more national deals. Well, these 20,000 new offers uh, are at smaller chains. Most of them are for single mom and pop eateries. And so, and getting these deals, they're free. So uh, if you're not using the Retail Me Not app, it's one of the uh, assortment of apps that I use when I'm out and about. Look, I almost never pay full price for restaurant food. I'm I'm using all my apps. I'm doing my searching ahead of time if I know where I'm going to go and uh, and or I have coupons with me just in case uh, again the family and I are going to hit a restaurant. Now this is so this is pretty cool. Uh we've got a direct link to the Retail Me Not app. You could check it out and uh, see if there are any uh, well I mean, again it's one of those it's one of those apps that you really just want to have in your arsenal so that you can kind of do a quick search before you decide where you're going to eat and see who's got the best offers. But I don't know if you're like me. I am actually much more of a mom and pop type uh, restaurant aficionado. I really am not actually aficionado at all when it comes to eating out. I prefer, I think you can get far better food at home. And uh, if you spend a little time in, in preparation of that, I love finding a good 
local restaurant, independently owned. You know, look, I live in Orlando, the li- the land of Darden restaurants. And so, <laughs> you know, I'm surrounded by chain restaurants. But, you know, I love digging into like a TripAdvisor and, and finding those out-of-the-way places that just get stellar ratings. Now, I've been on vacation with my family, and, and we have driven a half hour out of our way just to get to a restaurant that has amazing reviews. It's number one or number two or something rated on TripAdvisor. You know, we'll go that far out of our way to experience that. And, you know, I've pretty consistently found that uh, the crowd is right uh, on on sites like TripAdvisor and Foursquare and Yelp and some of the others uh, that, uh, you know, uh, I, I love these independent owned where I think the service can just be fantastic and a lot of times you get to experience foods that you just won't find at a chain restaurant so anyway uh, hopefully that is uh, helpful for you take a look at that app and uh, again put it in your uh, restaurant folder uh, on your phone and take a look at it and see if that can't be helpful and hopefully that helps you have better experiences helps you save a little bit of money and uh, you know if you can enjoy some time this summer while you're out and about with your family, then that's just fantastic. So with that, hey, show number 48 right around the corner. That's going to be published on Monday and I will be back in the studio. So this ambient noise that you hear in the background and and I would say the less than perfect uh, audio quality, even in my voice, that all gets better on Monday. Yeah, I can't wait to be back in the studio. But you know what? I'm so grateful that I've been able to be of service to you, even while I've been out and about with my family uh, on vacation. And I've actually got some great audio that I'll share with you in the next couple weeks uh, about some of the experiences that we had, uh, including uh, all of our time that we spent at the Smoky Mountains. I got a chance to uh, do some interviews with some people who offer great services and great uh, uh, things that you can do in that area. It's all make sure to share that with you. So again, look for show number 48 coming on Monday. And until then, my friends, live abundantly. I love high school.